welcome to Talk with Teddy. Thanks for joining us, friends. As an avid writer, a registered nurse, a nutritionist, an educator, and chronic illness sufferer, it's been so fun to start this podcast. I really hope that it has brought you the connection and the inspiration that you need to carry on in your own creative ways and becoming your best selves. Mountain Movers are a high quality, highly reliable moving company who offer to assist you with all of your relocation needs. Find out more and request a discount by contacting our good friend and owner, Jeff Gilbert. Email him at mountainmovers at mail.org and tell him Teddy sent you. I'm sure he'll give you a discount. Hello, everybody. How was your day going? hope it's going amazing. I know I've had a bit of a busy day, so this is kind of fun to take a moment to slow down and have a good conversation with somebody. Now, this somebody is actually uh, someone I met through an acquaintance of mine, and I've never actually met her in person, but she sounds like a super cool person. And her name is Christy. So, Let me tell you a little bit about Christy. I think you'll see why she fits in so perfectly with our Looking Inward series that we're doing. She is a facilitator and a speaker. She uses a process that takes on adaptive change by focusing on the problem longer than the solution. This approach lets individuals remove mental barriers to change and ends up allowing change to show up, be real, and stick around. It's kind of cool, hey? She jokingly refers to herself as an unmotivational speaker as the work she does is with the ucky-mucky side of goal setting, the why not. So Christy sees this as a way to create lasting habit change when you're dealing with that Akimaki, or what I would call the vulnerable side of things. So her approach is based on a program called Immunity to Change and was developed at Harvard um, and recommended by Oprah's Top Things to Do and is using corporations around the world. So she's got over seven years of experience in group and individual coaching and uh yeah i'm really excited to talk to her she uh uses this in all of her training and she finds that it is really her go-to move and yeah i i'm just so intrigued to learn more about her style and her method as it uh it is really important and yeah so let's get her on Hey, Christy. Okay. Can you hear me all right? Yes, I can. Perfect. Take two. Man, my internet must be wonky today. 
Yeah, I wonder what's happening. I know. That's okay. I put it on my LTE, so we should be good now. We'll see what happens. (laughs) So as I was saying before, we might as well just kind of kind of start over again luckily we hadn't got too far into this interview but I Mm -hmm. was looking into you and you sound like a fabulous person with this super awesome technique that you use where you kind of get into the nitty-gritty yucky yucky mucky stuff that nobody really wants to talk about in order to help people create lasting change so tell me more about that okay um yeah it's it's so funny uh thank you for the, the nice um, intro. I do. I laugh. I do call myself um, sometimes an unmotivational speaker because I do deal with the, the gross side of goal setting. Um, and, you know, where, where all the, the, the positive affirmations come from in, in goal setting is great. And everybody asks about what's your why, but what I deal with is the why not. Um, so, you know, have you ever had a big goal that you were absolutely committed to making happen and despite your best efforts you weren't able to reach it Um, yes and totally you know that's it's happened to all of us and what's happening is even though like I'll talk about myself so if I have a clear goal in mind and I'm deeply committed to accomplishing it there's at the same time this unconscious competing goal floating around in my subconscious that's hindering my success Um, so what I do is I teach, I call it the anatomy of a goal. So I go through a goal setting process from like when you, you pick your goal, um, when you make your to-do list, uh, you know, you create your vision board and your why, but then I really flip the script and I dig into the subconscious, um, and the why not. And we spend a lot of time working on the why not so much that suddenly you're like, oh, wait, I actually, I'm starting to get my goal that I wanted, but I wasn't even focusing on it. Yes. I love that. That makes sense because you almost dispel some of the fears that we maybe have that it's like, okay, well, how bad can it really be? Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I love, so the process that I go through, I love it because when I get to the end with people, there's this almost, there's almost a level of of forgiveness as well, because um, I know for me, when I, I don't get a goal that I say I want, I'm always like, oh, it's because I'm lazy or oh, it's because I'm weak. Um, or I don't have willpower, but it's actually, it's not true. There's actually, there's actually something more going on with your, with your subconscious mind. Um, and there's a, a really specific way to, to work through that. That is so, so neat. And you probably don't want to dive too much into it. But um, that is, it makes sense to me. Like I've always, I've had people say to me, oh, you should always become a, you should become a, for your third career swap, Teddy, you should become a counselor or psychologist because I just love <laughs> the mental aspect of things and that inner child and that um, mm. subconscious, as you're saying it. I think that's such an intriguing and interesting thing to dive deeper into. Yeah, it really is. Um, and what people do, and I can go through a little bit of the process, though it's, it's quite a big, um, a big process, but what people do is they start at the beginning of my my workshop with their goal. And then by the end, they're like, Whoa, how did I get here? Like, how did I get so far away from my goal? And I didn't see that these two things were connected. Um, and it, it's, we ask questions in such a specific way, um, at specific times that we can really dig deeper than you normally would, um, just kind of, you know, talking about goal setting or, or hanging out with, 
um, you know, with, with your group uh, masterminds and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, I am a card carrying member of all of the achievement clubs in the world. Um, and uh, I'm with you there. I like all the things you always learn. You'll always go away and learn something new. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's just, some people are like, Oh, you don't like, you know, the, the rah, rah goal setting. And I'm like, I love that stuff, but we also need to start looking at, at the flip side. So just kind of a, I guess a brief overview of what we do is like, we talk about the, the happy side of goal setting. So your why, um, what your goal is. Uh, and we, we, we put your goal in a very specific way. So um, what your commitment is to getting better at. So I'm, I would never talk to somebody and be like, um, oh, that's a good goal. Like I'd say 50% of the people that come through my course go to health and wellness. Um, so Definitely. I won't be like, you're committed to weighing 140 pounds. Um, it's like you'd be committed to getting better at choosing healthier foods or committed to getting better at keeping a workout routine. That's a really, there's a really specific reason to that when we're talking to your brain. Um, and then we look at your to-do list. So all the things that you need to do to get to your goal. And then when I flip the script, we look at what are the things that you're like, what are the actions that you're not doing or that you're doing when you're not doing those actions? So, um, when you're not choosing salad, what are you choosing? You know, what's your mental, what's your mental talk? What are those things um, that you're doing against your goal? Um, which is something that, that people don't n- normally talk about. And then after that, we actually look at into um, what are the gross feelings associated with doing your to-do list? So if your to-do list is to, um, is to put your gym shoes on and get on that treadmill... Um, there's something else that's going on. So we actually get you to check into your body and into your mind and go, okay, like, where's this gross feeling? What is it? What are your fears? Um, what are your holdbacks? And Be aware of what's going on. Yeah. And then we actually, we turn it into, to, we put two more layers after that, um, which uncovers what I call a big assumption, which is the thing that your subconscious mind has been carrying around and it actually starts making complete sense. You're like, oh, well, now I know why instead of reaching for the broccoli, I grab a bag of chips. Like, this makes complete sense now. Yeah, the stories that you're telling yourself. Yeah, and then I teach so you, interesting. Yeah, then we teach you how to talk to your subconscious mind. So, we, like, the, the exact steps that you need to do to research and to collect data and to talk to your subconscious mind to let go of those, those things that are really, that have been done deep. So I hope that makes sense. It's a really absolutely long process. It's interesting, Christy, because the last um, interview I did was with somebody. We talked a lot about triggers mm. and kind of what holds us back. Mm. And it just ties so well into what you're talking about. It kind of just taking a minute, taking a breath, being self-aware of what's really going on when you're feeling those yucky feelings mm-hmm. and then kind of allowing yourself to accept it and move past it. So it's very, very similar work to to what you're talking about and it's just such an important thing for anybody in life to kind of um hone in on and 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 focus on in order to to create success in their own lives or or accomplish those goals yeah and i you had said you were looking um you're you're doing a series on self-reflection i was like oh that's i am the card carrying member 
of self-reflection because, you know, my, my big assumption, my brain's biggest um, holdbacks, when I started working on those things, that's when I found the most success in my life. That's when I found the love of my life. That's when, um, you know, I, I completely credit this work um, for my year and a half old daughter. I credit the work for the the health and, and wellness that I have in my life right now because I, I really looked at the gross stuff. Yes. Oh, I love that. Well, and tell me more like what, who was your mentor? Who, who did you look up to or what really got you into this mindset of wanting to create lasting change first for yourself and then with other people, if you don't mind sharing? Oh, that's an interesting story. So um, way back when I actually used to um, practice a lot of intuitive arts and I would do, I would sit down with people and I would help them with, um, with intuitive readings and so people would come to me for guidance and I would sit there and we would talk about, you know, what, what their, that was going on in their life, where they needed to go. And I would send them off with instructions and then they'd come back six months later with the same questions. And so I thought, okay, I'm doing this wrong. Mm. I'm giving people in the moment comfort and joy and peace. And they were grateful. But for me, that didn't work. I was like, no, I don't want people to come back with the same questions. So I started doing coaching. So I've been a coach for about seven years now. Uh, and I do a lot of group coaching, um, and individual coaching to get specific goals. And people would be, we do a lot of 90 day programs where people would come in with, you know, four year long goals and they'd get them done in 90 days. Awesome. Great. And then sometimes those results didn't last. Um, so then I was actually taking a mastery of facilitation uh, because now I, I mostly facilitate this program. And uh, my mentor, Dan Dore, introduced me to this work. Now, the work that I do that I facilitate is actually developed by um, two professors at Harvard with 25 years of um, adult development research. And their company is called Minds at Work. So I kind of built upon this need that I kept looking at people and in my own life, of course, probably mostly for myself is getting results and then they'd slip back and then I get more results and then they'd slip back. And I was like, I've got to figure out like, what's the secret sauce to lasting results. And once I discovered this program and I just started using it for myself, I was like, oh my goodness, like I'm just, I found myself at the gym one day, like on a treadmill and I hadn't, I hadn't planned it and I hadn't agonized over it. And I hadn't had to call a buddy to, you know, make them commit me to going. Hold, hold yes, you accountable. You. Yeah. So, um, and, and just little pieces like that, that just kind of slowly showed up in my life. And I was like, okay, so this is all, you know, um, this is all a process that becomes very manageable and it releases, it releases the resistance to things. Um, like I did a, a really large public talk, um, about a year ago and I had a lot of stage fright. Um, and I use this process to get rid of my stage fright. And now I don't really, I don't tend to have the same type of stage fright nerves that I had, that I had before. So that's kind of how I discovered it. Um, so it's called immunity to change. You can, from minds at work, you can look up, um, you know, professors Keegan or Leahy, and you can find all of their books um, 
they bring this work to organizations, to universities. Like what I teach has been offered at Harvard University as a course. Um, so that's I've kind of layered on a bunch of different uh, a bunch of different mentors. Love that, love that. And you know, when people have been doing research on it, they're the ones to follow because they have put their whole might, mind, and soul into finding answers that really work and that are factual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the factual part was really very, important very for me um, because I had experience. 15 20 years I was I'm old so now I'm I'm, I was much younger when I was doing intuitive readings and everything was just kind of based on this what I felt was there was just no concrete background like I I love um, the intuitive side of myself but there was nothing that really gave me that that sciencey comfort that this work does and we when people work with me you actually we do a lot of research and a lot of of data gathering on ourselves. So it's really this really like sciencey process. I love that though, because if you're trying to change, it's you, you're going to want to get to know yourself as best as you possibly mm-hmm. can. Yeah. That totally makes sense to me. Good. I'm glad. I love that. I love that. So how can people find you? How, if say somebody's listening, they're like, oh my goodness, I need more information on Christy. She sounds fabulous. How can people find more information about you and oh, what you offer? For asking. So my website is christycollingham.com. Um, you can find me on Facebook under Lasting Results or um, Instagram at, uh, at Real Lasting Results. Uh, so you can you find me on there and uh, and send me a message, um, or uh, come to if I have a workshop coming up. You can always always sign up for one of those. But I love answering questions for people. So if you have any you know specific questions, um, feel free to reach out. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming onto the podcast and sharing some of your tidbits and your wisdom without giving too much away. But Teddy, I can I give mean, it all away. It would just I'm take really, a really long time. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, I'm excited to learn more. Like, I, when is your next workshop? Well, my next, have? actually, um, I don't have a public workshop open right now, but I will be uh, setting one up in the next week here. So if you check on to christycollingham.com, I will be doing a free workshop through um, a local, um, there's a, a wellness clinic that's going to be putting on a free series. So oh, that's available, um, going to be available in July. Oh, perfect. Awesome. Well, I'm going to look that up for sure. And I really hope that we can keep yes, in touch. Yes, me too. I was listening to a few of your podcasts to uh to see what you're into and we sound like our kindred spirits absolutely I think we're both into a lot of the same kind of things and I think self-reflection and things like that is just it's just my jam and it sounds like it's yours as well and and I hope that it brings you all the best in life and in your future and I just appreciate the time that you took with us today to kind of dive a little bit deeper and share some of your stuff with us thank you for having me of course, Christy. All right, I'll let you go for now okay, and I'll talk care. to you soon.
Thank you. Thanks for listening, friends. Don't forget to leave us a review, share your favorite podcast episode with others, and spread the love. Have a great day and keep becoming your best self.